Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Good morning. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Grant Johnson. Good morning. Did you know the Golden Globes were last night? Not until I saw people talking about Eddie Murphy. Uh, yeah. And then I went and looked. Oh, Golden Globes. I had no idea. I think there's just so much in the world of content now. I, I that also, I think a lot of stuff gets lost. I also don't watch like regular cable very often. Yeah. So I don't see the ads and stuff. Anyway, we'll obviously cover that. I think the only thing worth really getting into um, from the Golden Globes would have been Eddie Murphy's speech. So there's yeah. a little bit of a conversation about that. He stole the show. We got bag milk today. Lots to talk about there with where the Oilers are at. Maybe we need a win tonight. Yeah, we got a game tonight. Um, we've got uh, kind of weird Star Wars news. Yeah. And um, Grant is turning into me. <laughs> Never say that again. <laughs> it's happening. It's, it's a slow metamorphosis, but it's happening. All right, I'm going to help you out with your penis. Dr. Locke Sigmund okay. from the show today. I know you don't want to hear this, but I think you might be turning into me. <laughs> no one wants to hear that. What did you do? Oh, nothing. It's the neighbor thing. So we were talking yesterday or two days ago. About oh, the, but you, you got a warning for not clearing your walk. Well, we were away for Christmas, and then that confirmed yesterday. I checked the mail for the first time in a long time, and there was a letter from the city saying a complaint has been made about the snow on your walk, and the complaint was made while we were away for Christmas. So it wasn't the, like, the one centimeter of snow it was well no that's all the snow that was on it yeah okay yeah all right yeah well how long were you away uh we were away for quite a while like a week 10 days or something like that yeah yeah do you know the neighbor yeah no idea? i don't know what it is like it could be anyone on the street right i don't think it's the people directly beside us because they always talk to me whenever they see me, and I shovel their sidewalk quite often. Quite often when I'm doing the sidewalk, I'll just keep going, right? It's that guy that puts the flags up. Yeah, he's on the corner. He's down at the corner. It could be him for sure. Yeah. I said, if it's the guy next to me on the one side, I swear to God, I'll write him up because he spends all summer <laughs> playing the same three chords on his guitar on his deck. <laughs> I put up with that all summer. <laughs> It's been two years of him playing the same three chords over and over again. He hasn't played a song yet. <laughs> I don't think it's him, though. But My thought is someone that walks it every day. Bitched got, about got it. Got annoyed. Yeah. yeah. I walk it. Like, half the sidewalks on my block, they don't shovel. And Start I've never... reporting them. People in that neighborhood don't report each other for crimes. <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, Jimmy's snitches, snitches get, get stitches. Snitches get stitches. Jimmy's That's that neighborhood. I did say I'm going to punish all of my neighbors until one confesses. <laughs> you got any ideas? Jimmy on my lawn stripping. Walk <laughs> uh, playing from uh, face piano. We'll get some harmonica oh, going this summer. Yeah. yeah, bring the amp down. <laughs> until one of you confesses. Just like school, right? When you all get detention until, <laughs> until that one person confesses. <laughs> You know what I'll do is next time your neighbor starts playing guitar, I'll come yeah. over and try to like match his song. <laughs> Across the fence. I didn't complain last summer when somebody was literally having a garbage fire. Do you remember that? We had some people over at our house, some friends, and we're sitting outside and it smells. And we're like, what the? Somebody was, was burning their garbage. Literal garbage. And we had our window open and it, our house smelled like garbage. And <laughs> yeah. Grant's turning into Locke. His neighbor's already <laughs> turning on him. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Golden Globes last night. Grant and I were talking about this earlier. We're like, did you know that the Golden Globes? Nope. Had no idea. Um, so we missed it. Got some highlights for you. Tracy Morgan did the intro for Eddie Murphy, who won the Cecil B. DeMille Award, which is, I guess, like, I don't know, Outst contribution. Yeah, outstanding contributions to the entertainment world. So 
here's a little bit of Tracy Morgan um, doing the front end or, you know, the, the intro for Eddie coming up. I know that the most important role you play is being a dad. You got 10 children. 10! Your pull-out game is weak, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> and then Eddie went up, and um, obviously this isn't the whole We had a speech. short but sweet speech. Like, this was most of it. What, is yeah. it? Really? Okay, well, here we go. I want to let you know that there is a, a definitive blueprint that you can follow to achieve success, prosperity, longevity, and peace of mind. It's a blueprint, and I followed it my whole career. It's very simple. There's three things you just do. These three things. Pay your taxes. Mind your business. And keep Will Smith's wife's name. <laughs> he did a good Will Smith impression there. He actually did. He sounded like Will Smith. That's one thing that everyone kind of uh, forgets about Eddie Murphy is that he was amazing. He, yeah. well, he still is amazing at impersonations. Um, so last night, give us a quick recap on stuff that we would care about from the Golden Globes. Uh, the Fablemans won the best picture. I don't even know what drama. It uh, it's a Steven Spielberg movie. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. It looks kind of interesting. Um, the Banshees of Inertion. One best picture for musical or comedy. That's Colin Farrell's latest, right? Yeah, he's in that one. It actually looks... It's on one of the streaming services. I, I think that is. It's on Prime, maybe? <sighs> Disney? I don't know. It might be on Disney, because uh, I, I said to the wife I'd like to watch that with her. Yeah, it's Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson. Yeah. Um, so that, that looks good. Um, for TV, um, uh, Lip won. Oh, did Lip win for the bear? Yeah, he won for oh. best actor in a comedy. Oh, awesome! So he was one of the big winners there. Oh my God, that is and, such a good show. And from what I read here, uh, that Austin Butler, the guy that played Elvis in that the Elvis movie, he won. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And TV wise, uh, Evan Peters won for his uh, uh, serial killer. Oh, 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 what, uh, Dahmer. Dahmer. Dahmer, yeah. the, the, the doc. Oh, he won an yeah, award for Yeah, he won for, for miniseries. Oh, yeah, I still um, have so. nightmares about that damn show. <laughs> I know. And I didn't even finish it. <laughs> Another moment with Dr. Locke. So, this is going to help you grow your penis. Okay. okay. Now. Some sort of cream? I think Herb. losing weight um, can visually, I think everybody's aware of this. So if if you're a little bit overweight yep. and you lose 20, 30 pounds, right? You're probably aware of the fact that that, that has a relationship. Weight loss and penis size kind of go hand in hand. Okay? I remember hearing it was like for every 10 pounds you gain an inch. <laughs> yeah. Seems yeah. like a lot. <laughs> Something like that. Men can gain one. Oh, here it is. Men can gain one inch of penis length for every 30 to 50 pounds oh, they lose. So it's more than 10 pounds. <laughs> but if you're already, like, spelt, like yeah. me, like, and Jimmy, <laughs> you're not, you can't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't lose 30 pounds right now and grow an inch on my, on my uh, unit. Yeah. Right? You've got to be obese. You should try. <laughs> <laughs> try anything. <laughs> about this new diet? <laughs> um, so if you are obese, you might be suffering from what they refer to as buried penis syndrome. Great band name. <laughs> <laughs> this causes the penis to be buried or hidden under your suprapubic fat pad. Suprapubic fat pad. So now if you are a bigger dude and you are um, looking at losing weight and it might not even be about making sure your penis gets bigger. That should um, be your main goal, though. That should be your number one. Like, this should be what keeps you up at night. Um, ditch all refined processed foods. They are saying that if you are trying to do this by exercise. Yeah. I'm hearing more and more people say this out loud now. If you don't change your diet, you're screwed. 
Yeah, you can't do it with exercise. You need it to just does healthy. It just doesn't work. And so many people are saying that out loud now. Um, and the diet that you want to sort of focus on is uh, ditch all refined and processed foods. Add things to your diet that are rich in omega-3, vitamin C, and calcium. Just a couple of tips if you're uh, worried about... Uh, Looking to grow. Yeah, and uh, showing the boy off a little bit more. <laughs> also, planning on hitting some, some nude beaches this summer. A little maintenance down there, too. Doesn't hurt. <laughs> Knock it back. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We moved from St. Albert into Edmonton. We kind of downsized. We had the, the house for the kids up there. The kids are gone, and the wife and I are like, why don't we just take a chance? Let's do it. The, Let's the go big be part uh, of it, city I got, people. I got to be honest with you. A major part of the decision was, and... Um, and people know this about me. The drive-in was was literally pushing me over the edge. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Like it was forty-five minutes a day. Yeah, um, and then it's there and back. And I and I I hate driving. Plus, I hate it. My with the whole time, life, I've had a commute, and I hate it. With the time we work, you know, that's that means even earlier morning. Right yeah. now, you get to sleep in a little bit more, and that adds. Then you can stay up a little bit later in the evening. Like I was literally getting up at three thirty some days. Yeah, right. And now I'm getting up at four twenty. Yeah, get, so you get an extra hour, almost an extra hour of sleep. I mean, all kidding aside, having to pick up Jimmy was it, it was what it was. That yeah. wasn't the biggest decision. That it was on the list of things as an do. added my, bonus. My car you didn't smells have to better. Pick him up for you. <laughs> Uh, but I, I, I can't, I, I couldn't stand it. Plus, he wanted to live that life of jumping on the train and going for a beer and yes! going downtown. And yeah. you and the wife had never lived that, right? No, so, we've I, never, we've never had this sort of urban lifestyle. It's always been suburbs. Now you're um, officially in Edmonton, so you can run for a mayor next year. People uh, ta- ask me all the time about. So you didn't like saying a word, and I'm like, it wasn't. Uh, it's a good place to raise I kids. Didn't, I didn't hate it. It, it, w- it was what it was, yeah. and it was. Good for what it was, right? I don't understand, like, friends that I have that are, like, younger, single. I'm like, why are you in St. Albert? Well, I have the same sort of confusion revolving around this overwhelming desire to get out of town and on an acreage. See, now I have that, but different. See, uh, I don't get that. Now I want the space. And want to let the kids run around. And yeah, yeah. See, the dog run around yeah. and see. Oh, yeah, I don't want people complaining about snow on my sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things with the new house, and I we didn't ask for this, but I I don't hate it. But it makes sense now that I have one, and then I'm reading all this story. Yeah, we have a, a gas fireplace, so it's. And it's kind of, it's, yeah. my wife doesn't like it. I kind of like it. We had an electric one before. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't think it works as well. And I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if it, if it's any better or any worse. Like it, I, she does, she thinks it takes longer to heat things up. Oh, okay. Anyway, I, I kind of like it. I don't know why. And I'm not even a, a, a chef. A gas or stove, a, not a, a fireplace. Ga- uh, no, what did I say? Gas fireplace. Fire- <laughs> oh no, a gas stove. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway. I like them because it makes you feel like a chef. You get the flame going. Is that what it is? I think so, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, anyway, um, of course, now uh, I'm reading about how awful they are for it. Did you know this? I had no idea. I so, had no idea. Uh, Sleepy Joe Biden's administration is weighing a nationwide ban on gas stoves. So they're actually considering banning gas stoves from American homes. And I I thought something to do with climate change or something, but they said it has to do with the effects it has on people um, because of what you're breathing in. And even it was um, 40% of homes have them, and it was like 12% of asthma in children is from a gas stove. And there's also the cancers and stuff. I guess when you think about it, every time you turn on the stove, you're leaking a little bit of gas into the air, which yeah. you're then breathing in. Yeah, I but guess I, so. I had no idea. But wouldn't it do the same with a gas furnace? It's not in your face. When you're lighting a this gas stove... This is in stove, the kitchen, yeah. It's in the kitchen. It's right in your face. 
Yeah, it's going into your main level of your house. 40% of U.S. homes, while the remainder use various forms of electric cookers, still have gas stoves. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea about the, the Not, health stuff. Well, and, and again, like, like I said, listen, I don't... This isn't me condoning... Um, Biden's administration, but if a government is looking at banning it, there must be something to it. No? Yeah, you would think there must. Do be. we want to go down that path? <laughs> <laughs> it's the next convoy. Give us our gas stoves. <laughs> I don't mind mine. I'm not going to get rid of it because you know Sleepy Joe thinks they're dangerous for me. <laughs> I just had it. I just got yeah. the damn thing. Right? I'm not going to have someone pull it out just because. Anyway. Or in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I thought this was kind of funny. Seven Guinness World Records recently broken by Canadians. And then the headline went on to go, that confirms Canada is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they said in the last year there was 90 records broken in Canada. These are, these are the seven kind of weirdest. Uh, most bowling balls juggled. Uh, he, he just tied. It was three. That's it. <laughs> But they're 10 pounds each. Yeah. So he's taking a 10-pound bowling ball and juggling it. Yeah. Uh, longest gourd grown, 14 feet long. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oldest person to perform a headstand for a male. How old? Uh, he was 82 years, 43 days old at the time of the record. The oldest man ever to do a headstand. That's pretty impressive, that actually. That is impressive. Because I, I can do a headstand. And I'm 52, but every time I do one, I'm always like, this is a really bad idea. <laughs> this is going to end poorly. you stand up and your fa- face is 10 shades of red. Uh, most people washing their faces online simultaneously. This one was in Edmonton. 124 people. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. The longest yeah. marathon playing ice hockey. That one was in Chestermere. Um, hockey marathon for the kids, so... Okay, don't we have that? I think they go back and forth, don't they? The longest hockey game ever. Don't they keep, keep breaking each other's records? Sinkers, acres. So when they yeah. do it in February. The other thing about that tournament, too, every year they do that tournament, it's in the middle of a cold snap. Always, have you noticed it's that? It's always minus 40. Yeah. Always. I was they, thinking that they, yesterday. When we had never that, get a break. We had a guy on yesterday on the show talking about a, a, a game they were playing last night. Out there, yeah. And I was like, oh, it should be colder than this. Yeah. <laughs> Needs to be cold. Uh, most yeah. people painting blindfolded simultaneously. 320 people did painting. Yeah, we are weird. Blindfolded. Fastest time to eat 50 Carolina Reaper chili peppers. Uh, so this guy ate 50 Carolina Reaper chili peppers in 6 minutes, 49 seconds. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. Canadian. And yeah. he lived. Yep. Weird and dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So what record would you break? Jimmy? I did say, you know, the longest fart, but... What's the longest fart? Two minutes and 30 seconds. You've tried that on the show and failed. It it was the pressure of, do it now. Like, I have to do some prep time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we did a whole thing where you were trying to break that record. You 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 need to get yourself... Prepare yourself for it one day in the den of sadness. Get you got to get video of it, and then a stopwatch. Because it was that one day that we were in the elevator. I went from the seventh floor all the way to the first floor, floor with a continuous fart, and you were in the. I wonder uh, if that's two minutes. I don't think that's two minutes. Two minutes. It was the whole. F- it was the entire ride down, though, from seventh yeah. floor to the first. And at floor. first, you started to get mad until it. it well, because you don't do that in an elevator. It's just you it's, don't fart in an elevator. Anyway, well, I haven't learned that rule yet. Common um, sense. What's yours, Grant? I was thinking like eating the most pancakes ever. I bet you there. Uh, there was one day I crushed. We were at my parents, and my mom made pancakes, and I had fourteen. And I was like, I could keep going. Uh, what's the record? Look that up. Mine, I know. I know for a fact that I I could beat it. I could beat it if it if it's a thing. 113 pancakes in eight minutes. Okay, I can't break that. <laughs> <laughs> What's the fastest dump? Well, how how big is it? Right. It depends on you know size, the size and everything. Because you can have a little squeaker and then like done. No. Okay, the world's fastest five amazing poop world records. World's longest one. Okay. Um, 
I think what that's the longest one piece. Yeah, it was the longest one piece. It doesn't say how long it was, so... Would hate to be the one measuring ins- that. It says he pinched off a load <laughs> brewing inside for several days. Oh, uh, 7.9 inches. Seven. It was, they found a turd of uh, fossil fossil of it because it was a Viking. Uh, best in the world using the Pope Moon, the first and only. I don't see a... But the there's, quickest. there's five poo records on there? Yeah. All right, I'll look it up and see if I can. That's my weekend. <laughs> the Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. New year, new you, right? That's what I love about January every year. It just lets you play pretend for a little bit. You get to lie to yourself. Everyone's doing it. Oh, I'm a gym person. I can save money. I do enjoy broccoli. And you pretend for like a month or so, and then you go back to your old lifestyle eventually. Either you go back to your old ways, or you become super annoying on social media. There is no in-between. The latest thing now is a study saying that nearly half of people have said their New Year's resolution was to say yes to everything. Mm. People say they've missed out on a lot of things, you know, making new friends, going on dates, trying new hobbies, because they just instinctively always said no to everything. So the new trend in 2023 is to say yes, and that is going to end terribly. (laughs) Because if you say yes to everything in your life, you're going to burn out. You'll end up hiking in the mountains, realizing that you really hate hiking. But when your friends ask you if you want to go again next weekend, you're going to have to go once again because you have to say yes. Trust me, you're going to miss your couch when you're at a nightclub full of 18-year-olds because your bestie just really wanted to go dancing tonight. Don't say yes to everything. Only say yes to things that you like. That is my advice. The Grant Report is brought to you by Willow. Every time you watch an episode, you help a little person stay employed. Willow, if you'd like to watch, just ask Jimmy for his Disney password. And now, The Locker Room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. So in an interview, actually, Nicolas Cage says he has absolutely no plans to join uh, Pedro Pascal to uh, in Star Wars. I have audio all. from the interview. I'll just play it. Sure. The last time I talked to Pedro, he said he wanted to recruit you into the Star Wars fold. Has there been any uh, a movement on this? No, is the answer. And I'm 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 not really down. <laughs> yeah. Not, I'm a not, I'm a I'm a Trekkie man. I'm I'm on the Star Trek. <laughs> I'm on the Enterprise. That's oh. where I roll. So that's a podcast he was doing, and that's yeah. He Pedro is like, the Mandalorian, and then they're in that unbearable weight together. Right? So he was trying to get him on on board, like yeah. into Mando. I could see Nicolas Cage playing an interesting character in in the Star Wars universe. Absolutely, but, but um, I get. Like I get that. No, his allegiance is to start. I could but, see him playing a Star but Trek. But the character. thing is, though, is Quentin Tarantino Star Trek. Yeah. I the see thing that. is, though, is Nicolas Cage has never done a space-related oh movie. Oh my God, Grant! Quentin Tarantino does a, st- a Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Sorry to hijack this, no, which is not. gonna happen. Yeah. Nick Cage is in it. Well, that fits the whole. And when you think about it, Nick Cage talked about how he was such a big William Shatner fan, he kind of has some mannerisms the same as William Shatner. Yeah. That delayed speaking and everything else. I could totally I could see, see this happening. I could see him doing Star Trek, but I don't want him to be involved with a Quentin uh, no, I could see him do the, do this with Quentin Tarantino, too. Absolutely. It's happening. We're breaking it here. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if we just predicted this mm-hmm. happening? It's happening. He's never done a space movie, so that would be a good one to start on. And the more I read about... He did that Quentin- color out of space. Didn't you watch that one? Yeah, but that Where really wasn't... lands that- in his yard. Yeah, and- but that wasn't in space. The more I read about Quentin Tarantino's plans, like, moving forward, the more I think he's going to do... He's going to... 
he's going to shoehorn um, it into Hollywood. I I want him to, but I don't want that to be his last movie either. You know what I mean? That's a good point. Because he's only got like one left, doesn't he? So that's what he says. Yeah, I believe him. You believe him, man? Yeah, I do. I still think that that there's time. There's room for a Quentin Tarantino Star Trek. I hope so. Rated R movie. Yeah. I, we just called it here, too, I think. <laughs> I saw this yesterday. thought I'd mention it. Might make a couple of sales here in the Edmonton area. I want one. Um, Bills, Damar Hamlin, safety, number three. You know the story. He ended up uh, getting hurt quite badly. Gets hauled off the and, uh, field in Cincinnati during yeah. the game. Cardiac arrest in the middle of the game. Yeah, so he's back in Buffalo now. He's um, still recovering. And crazy story. And it superseded um, sports. Mm-hmm. I mean, people that don't even watch football know about Damar Hamlin. So he's selling a shirt to benefit first responders. Obviously, yeah. they saved his life. Um, they acted quick enough. He could have died out there if they hadn't have been out there as quickly as well, they were. I think were. they revived him. Yeah, yeah on the yeah, field. He's dead. Yeah, he was dead. They brought him back. Um, so when he woke up in hospital, the first thing he asked was, "Did we win the game?" Yeah, and the doctor said, "You won the game, the game of life." And so these shirts he's selling say, "Did we win?" And then they got the hands like a heart on them. Yeah. Um, I I did look. You it's can buy shirt. them here. Get them shipped to Edmonton. Cool. Um, it would be about $66 to buy the shirt and then have it shipped here. That's not too bad. It's about $66, and the money goes to first responders. It's kind of the world that we live in now with the shipping costs and everything yeah. like that. Right? Shipping was like $21. So Anyway, um, Hamlin Island is his Twitter account. That's where I saw it, and it was pinned at the top of his Twitter. Yeah. So there's a link there. Did you pull up his... GoFundMe that he yeah so it's because he was raising money before doing a toy drive yeah um, for kids in Buffalo and his goal was twenty five hundred bucks to just buy some toys for some kids in it's in the area that needed it at yeah. eight point six million dollars <laughs> so <laughs> still going out yeah there. that's a great story too love that cruise news Danielle Smith announced she will be moving ahead with health care reform with or without the federal funding. Premiers across the country have been asking for more money for health care from the federal government. Uh, and while the feds have made a 9% increase, the provinces want more. Um, as long as Alberta follows federal health care regulations, they're set to receive $7.7 billion. Smith said her provincial government is prepared to put $600 million into the health care system this year. Next, more announcements about Smith's health care reform are expected later this week. I think we have bigger issues than money. Yeah. I, think, I think there's something else going on. That's my thought on it. Yeah, you know, I, I think you can throw money at a situation, and 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 maybe it might have, might have an impact. But does it fix? Well, it might get more doctors. There's a real doctor shortage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, if they paid us more, would we be a better show? Obviously, we would be. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yes, sorry. We would be. I am sorry, Grant. <laughs> I, I would miss, be, I, I would be better. <laughs> I would be better. Well, at least Jimmy would be better. Yeah. Now, here's some shit that didn't make the show. Good morning. Good morning. How are, how are you guys? Doing good. good. How are you? Good. It's Trucker Rob calling. Trucker Rob! <laughs> hey, I just wanted to weigh in on uh, the healthcare situation a little bit. Give you guys a little bit of insight because my uh, wife's a nurse. Okay. In Calgary. Um, part of the problem is... The U.S. is offering contracts to, to nurses from Canada. They go. They can sign anywhere from three months to a year, and some contracts are paying upwards of seven thousand a week plus paid residency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just uh, so we're we definitely have a staff situation. I, I I'm I'm not suggesting that money wouldn't help that right, but yeah. Did you so say there? They're going somewhere else, sorry, to work. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I have uh, my friend. Him and his wife are both nurses, and they're and they're going to the states to work. And yeah. they're going what to compo- Texas. Compounds that is, with, so now they're short staffed. The the ones that are working are working so much that that they're getting sick they're, of it, and they're just they're calling burnt. sick. They're burnt out. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 so yeah. That, yeah. That's just a that's just a small part of it. I know it's a bigger problem than just that. No, but that you're but, right, right? You yeah. know, like it, it is. It's a staffing issue for sure. Yeah. So and, it, and it's it's all through uh, Canada. It's not just Alberta. Like uh, I, I no, just moved from BC that, eight months ago. That's and, the other thing. Everyone thinks that the problems are unique. That the medical system has been um, taxed in Canada now for a long time. Even before COVID, there, yeah. you know, we were sort of. It was there was issues, right? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, it's not a good time to get from, sick. I moved from BC eight months ago from a small town of about five thousand, and the next town over is about five thousand. And both those hospitals are shut down right now um, for emergency care. Like, yeah, you have that's to try, how. If you, if you have a heart attack, you're going two hours away. That's how Saskatchewan is too. My yeah. parents are an hour away from the nearest emergency now. Yeah, that's it's a, it's 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 pretty scary trucker rob thank you for the call brother yeah all right have a good day guys you're in the locker room with lachlan cross grant johnson and james white 95.7 cruise fm is the three amigos meeting over i think it is uh he's meeting with the mex trio's meeting with the mexican president today i think and then it's done and then it's done yeah um they're in the middle of um, some rather serious issues in Mexico right now. And Mexico, Jamaica, Peru are on an alert list for travelers for Canadians. Yeah. If you're doing any traveling, they're saying, hey, uh, you don't think twice about maybe going those places. It's kind of funny that Trudeau has been to Mexico and Jamaica in the last month. Well, he's... <laughs> It's one of his six vacations he takes every year. Right? <laughs> Two of them on our watch list. <laughs> Peru, you're next. Where can you go right now? Like, is where are people going? Um, Costa Rica, Dominican, Dominican. Yeah, the Dominican. Bahamas. I hear, I hear the uh, a lot of travelers go to Dominican. You can go to Antigua. That was a very safe place. Remember Antigua? We went to Antigua, Antigua, and they were like, "This is one of the safest islands you can go to. Wander around, be yourself." And yeah. and like we had our own private beach. It was all fent. Wasn't that the one? No, that-, that was a public beach. Oh, okay. it was the it was the most romantic beach in the world, or something like something that. Something like yeah, yeah. I, re- I do remember something about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, just a heads up if you are um, you know going anywhere, you might want to just sort of look into that. Be careful. Would it stop you from going to Mexico? Let's say Lachlan had a Mexican vacation planned for next week. Would you still be going? And it's not anywhere near Mazatlan. I don't know. Yeah, nah, I'd probably go. Oh, I would totally go. Yeah. You can be safe when you're down there, I mm-hmm. think, if you're... Just stay away from Mazatlan. Mazatlan's bad, but it's also creeping into other parts of Mexico right now. Yeah. You know what I was reading yesterday was part of the issue with what's happening down there right now is the pressure the U.S. is putting on Mexico yeah. to um, to arrest these guys. and Yeah. yeah. And they run the country. <laughs> they have an insane it's, amount of money it's a de- and influence. Fact, it's a de facto leadership, but the cartels... And then the other problem, a lot of experts are saying um, the devil you know, you know that that's the conversation everybody's having right. right now. Like, listen, okay, yes, the cartel's bad. Yes, they do things illegally. But you know what? The guys standing in line waiting for you to take down that cartel are far worse and extre- like way more violent than the... Look, and their strategy in the past has been like, okay, there's three cartels. The U.S. supports one of them to try to help them take out the other cartels. Yeah, and then, and then they, they strengthen that one. <laughs> yeah. There's also a huge concern, though, and this is part of the reason why I think the U.S. is putting, specifically, is putting so much pressure on Mexico to deal with their their um, their cartel issue and drug issue. Mm-hmm. Um, one, well, it, obviously, it's the fentanyl thing. It's killing people like crazy. Um, but two... Um, the other issue is that the cartels are starting to, and, and this isn't, I'm not an expert on this. I've just was watching and reading a lot about this lately with this latest, um, you know, uprising down in, in Mexico. Apparently they're, they're starting to encroach into, into the United States. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Like they're starting to make their way into, you know, parts of Southern U S starting to like manufacture in the States. And, yeah. 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 Like yeah, I've read that before. Like it, it, it's a serious problem, right? So the U.S. is kind of going, you need to sort this out. Mm-hmm. And then they try, and then they start shooting at planes 
and blowing up buses. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Where's uh, your daughter planning on going for her honeymoon? Do you know? Has that been a conversation? I d- What's I the most expensive this. place that Lachlan could pay for? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hawaii. Probably. What's the one where you're over the water? <laughs> Fiji or something? I don't know where they're going. I think they're actually going to Mexico. Yeah. They wouldn't... My daughter, like... This wouldn't bother her at all. No, she doesn't even know about it yet. Uh, she probably knows about it, but it's not something that's going to... But she's the kind of person that most people are attracted to, That like because she's so high energy and so much fun that I... I, I don't know if that helps her. Very friendly. <laughs> In Mexico, when bullets are flying. Yeah. But I understand what you're saying, Jimmy. Oh, don't shoot her. She's got good energy. Yeah. Don't shoot the loud one. <laughs> I'm going to watch this show. And um, at first, I think my curiosity was more about the fact that it was filmed in... Uh, and we saw the set one night. When filmed, we were, in, filmed in Alberta. In Edmonton, they used the downtown. Yeah, The Last of Us. Um, um, and, uh, and then I saw the trailer and I was like, well, that looks pretty good. I'm a Walking Dead fan. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think it would be too removed from that show. Now, I'm probably going to watch this based on the fact that the reviews are coming in and um, they've been very positive. Although yeah. most of the people that they're letting watch it have some sort of a connection to the game and the history of the game. I don't know if part, it's well, critics as much, right? Part of that is because... Um, Shows and movies that are adapted from video games in the past have not been good mm-hmm. and haven't been well loved. So they let, okay, these guys played the video game. Let's let them watch the show then and see what they think. And and the reviews have been like, this is the first time they've ever really nailed it. And you don't don't be concerned that it's a video game turned into a show. Well, it's its own show on. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. And the one review that I did read, the guy um, was talking about the fact that he was worried about it because he loved the game so much. Yeah. It's one of my favorite games ever. And he was saying that he wanted there to be a connection and he wanted there to be something that it's a standalone. He mm-hmm. said it it definitely um, has its own story, but it has a foot in the game. And he said that's what he thought that most people that are going to watch this, that are fans of the game, are going to want. Yeah, the, this they don't one, want it to be too close to the to the game. This one review says TV finally has the perfect video game adaptation. So that's there's very a promising. lot of horrible video uh, video game movies out oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah. This is a series, by the way, and you asked yesterday, too, whether or not it was going to be one one and like... Yeah, because I was like, oh, it's coming out this weekend. Maybe I'll binge it, have a night, but... That's uh, not going to be... It's, it's HBO. HBO is dropping one episode at a time, and it'll probably... I'm also okay with. Uh, Crave in Canada. Uh, the other thing, too, with this is that it won't be one of those things like, at, like Disney Plus does this. They'll go out on Thursday, and it drops at midnight on yeah. Thursday, so Jimmy's getting up at 2 o'clock in the morning to watch it, right? Um, that's not going to be the case. It looks like they'll have uh, scheduled times. I don't know what the time is, but you can look it up. I love a good HBO Sunday. Sunday night. Yeah! You know, you're getting ready to go back to work. You sit down to watch some TV Sunday night. You check out what's on Isn't HBO. that when uh, Game of Thrones came out with Sunday night? And I House of yeah. Dragons. Yeah, yeah, I believe they were th- Most uh, of their shows come out Sundays. Yeah, it's Curb Your Enthusiasm is always Sundays. For whatever reason. Anyway, last Not of the TV, it's HBO. This week, <laughs> you should do their tagline for them, Grant. <laughs> we thought we were going to catch you a little early, but um, but you're here. I'm here. I'm ready. You're ready. Ready to go. Should we start with McDavid's socks? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, the biggest problem I had it was uh, had with that was that he was putting those dogs out there for free. You know, you can sell them babies. <laughs> Should be selling, yeah. <laughs> like Jimmy does yeah, with his underwear. That photo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's been wearing the same socks his entire career, apparently, and they are nasty. Well, I've been wa- 
I've been wearing the same underwear for years. Nobody gives me credit for anything. <laughs> They're hanging on by a thread. As long as the band still works, you're good. Such a hockey thing. Eh? Yeah. Such a dude thing, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Superstitious. Yeah, very funny. Um, we'll jump into the Kane situation. Uh, there is a conversation that he could be back before the All-Star break, before the end of the month. That's yeah, that's word on the street is wow. that he's going to be coming back for a couple of games before the All-Star break. When we interviewed him, we got an interview with Evander Kane a week ago. Uh, you can go check that one out on the Real Life podcast. He was talking about how he's uh, he's a fast healer. And when they gave him the original timeline, he's, he thought, you know what? I don't know if it's going to be that long. And man, could we could we ever use him now? So um, hopefully he comes back and hopefully there are no risks there if he comes back early. But man, we need him. Could also use some defense and a lot of trade rumors out there. What do you what are you thinking with that? Like the D man available out there, who would you like to see? I mean, the first one that comes to mind is Jacob Chikrin, but whether or not that actually happens, my my expectation of that actually happening is ground level zero because it just Every name Oilers fans are tied to over the years, we never seem to get them in a trade. So I just, my expectations are low. I imagine Ken Holland's going to trade for a defenseman, but I don't think it's going to be Jacob Chickering. It's probably going to be more like a Jake McCabe type. Uh, Edmondson's name has been around a bunch. Do yeah. I have a preference of those? Yeah, it would still be Chickering, but I don't really get a vote. And we're just going to have to see what happens. But there's no denying that the Oilers need help on defense. They need help keeping the puck out of the net. Yeah, back home. Yeah, they've been talking I, about him. I would love that, but I just the math. I don't. I don't no. see how the math works. They would have to send out a bunch of salary to bring him in. But man, I would love Ekholm to come into Edmonton. The other name I saw was Matt Dumba. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. Yes, night that the Oilers were kicking tires on Matt Dumba. I don't. I don't know why the Wild would trade him. To yeah. be honest, but they're also going into a cap crunch next year where they got those massive buyouts hitting them on the salary cap. So maybe, I mean, he would be a big add. Um, I think they probably need more help on the left side than on the right side. But again, these are all names that are circling the Oilers, and I kind of don't expect them to get any of them, even though they could use all of them. At this point, if there's a, a defenseman in the league that might be available, the Oilers are pretty much going to be rumored to be around, 100%. inquiring exactly about right. their services. So. Well, that's Holland's daily job, is to yeah. get on the phone every day and figure out who who he can get on the D-line for sure. That, that has to be his number one motivation. Um I don't know whether or not, because we still have lots of time, and I, I think we have this optimism in Edmonton based on the fact that we have two of the best players in the NHL um, lacing them up every game, including tonight against the Ducks. But I think it's worth a conversation. Do you think that if we miss the playoffs again this year, <laughs> Do you think McDavid is long for for these neck yeah, of the woods? I think, I think he's going to be fine. Like, you even yeah. watch him talking about on after hours how much he and Leo Dreisaitl mean to each other. Like, yeah, they're those two are tied to each other. And the only way they're going to play together is here. So I, I'm not worried about that. I still think the others are going to make the playoffs. But you know that conversation is going to come up, especially in Toronto. It's already happening now. Oh, is Connor gonna, Connor's doing over there? Blah, blah, blah. I, did, I just... I don't think he's a quitter. I, was gonna I, I think that he's going to stay here. I just, I just don't think he's going anywhere. As a say, lock, you've been spending too much time talking to hockey fans from Leaf, Ontario. Leaf fans. Leaf fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to worry about it because I'm seeing his frustration. I'm seeing him step out on the ice during games now, and you can tell he's trying to put that whole team on his back. And and he's able to do it at times, right? Um, and and that's got to be wearing on that kid. You, you, how much longer are we gonna? Is he gonna let? It's it, it's hard to watch when you've got somebody that good. Like he is disgustingly good with yep. just a shit team behind him. Like it's so hard to watch, and and Oiler fans are getting frustrated. Um, I can't even imagine what him and his agent and, and his family are, how they're dealing with it. 
Is it worth saying a lot? I'm not worried about it. Okay. Really? All right. I mean, I look at a guy like Nathan McKinnon. He won his first Stanley Cup last year. He was hearing the exact same stuff in Colorado for a very long time. And then he finally got over the hump and made it work. So I'm really not too worried about it. I think Connor has got a good situation with Leon here. Those two are like insanely tight. And I think that's probably going to keep them together here. But to your point, Ken Holland's got some work to do. He can't just be sitting there twiddling his thumbs because, like you said, he got the best player on earth here, and he needs help. You don't want to be the guy that wasted it. So Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I hate it. Let, we should do this now instead. I, I of, hate to end on a on a <laughs> on a crap note. Want to go back to talking about his feet? Yes, I love his feet. You're gonna be seeing them in Vegas this weekend too. We're very jealous that you're going to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Nation vacation going to Vegas. We leave tomorrow afternoon. Knock on wood. But um, I'm super excited about it. Every time we do one of these trips, we just put an amazing group together, and I know everybody's excited. And we've already got a bunch of messages about where we're doing our viewing party for the San Jose game on Friday. So nice. I'm just super pumped to go. I'm really, really excited. All it's right. been a minute since I've been down there. Yeah, that's a good point. A lot of people go down to Vegas for these games. So if you're down there on Friday, look for the Other Nation viewing party. You won't miss them. That's <laughs> <laughs> a guarantee you won't miss them. Uh, there he is, Bag Milk, Oilers Nation. Thank for your, uh, thanks for your time, as always. Thanks, boys. The Locker Room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Study King Grant Johnson, what have you got, my friend? Nearly half of single men have gross bed sheet habits so about half of men single men admit they wait up to four months to wash their bed sheets i'm one of those guys i thought thought, so i thought you were a regular sheet washer though no no laundry yes but laundry i i yeah you have piles of clothes four months but do they get a little like Stanky, you know. You've been in my apartment. That's so. Hold on, though. Like you climb into bed and you, it smells. I don't think you'd notice it. Would do you? If you, A little if bit. I, if I had four months of me sleeping, and th- th- this is me. Yeah, yeah. OCD and, law, and I'm a clean person. <laughs> my sheets would stink. We wash our sheets every week. Do you do one? I think we're once every two weeks. I think we're about we're once weekly. every two weeks. Yeah, we have two. St- we have two sets, and we rotate them. And I would have been like that as a single guy too. You think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been with my wife. Since. I wasn't when I was living alone. I was letting her stretch a few weeks. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> three months, maybe. But I, like you haven't answered my question. When you crawl into bed tonight, yeah, they don't smell what, healthy. No. How do you do that? Well, how not, do you do that? Not surprisingly, they did say that once men get into a relationship, the sheets will be changed more often. Maybe I'm just more bothered by smells than a lot of people. You are. Like, you are very sensitive to smells. You, oh, we man. know you, that. Like, you're not only sensitive to smells, you're sensitive to a thought of a smell. Like, uh, you, you get it in your head, like, and then like you if, can't if, get it out. If Grant says, hey, smell? Jimmy, Hold you on. farted, and you can smell it right away, even though I never smart I'll ad- a farted. I'll, I'll admit, I am sensitive to smells. But that doesn't take away from the fact that I... I'm friends with one of the smelliest human beings on the planet. <laughs> See, that's what I'm surprised that you're surprised that he waits to I change his sheets. But you've been in his. He's apartment. a regular. Yeah, but I don't go and sniff his sheets. <laughs> he's a regular laundry guy. I know that yeah, he those does laundry on the weekends. That he has to wear out in the public. So I thought he was a regular that's sheet extra washer money. guy. Right, if he didn't do his laundry and he was constantly walking in here with dirty clothes, which he doesn't, to his credit. Yeah, he doesn't. He well, because he knows he has to flip his clothes out because well, of his when you got to pay to do laundry though, sheets are a whole nother load you're paying for. Oh. It cost me six bucks a load. Six bucks, three three and a quarter to wash. And two fifty to dry. So if he's going to do his sheets, you know that's an extra six dollars. That's why I usually, if I do my sheets, it's sheets and towels. But do you um? Are you but, still? Uh, but I doing- also I don't like I don't like uh, doing my sheets. Are you still taking them to the Chinese laundry down the street? No, in, in our building. 
Stop doing that at COVID. Okay. Because you used like, to take them to like a laundromat and they would fold it and fold it. And but it's just like do it for like twenty bucks. Yeah, it's like cheap. Uh, yeah, it went up towards the end there quite a bit. But I do it downstairs, and I hate climbing into the washing machine and climbing out. We need video of this, by the way. Yeah, I've posted it before. Is it up on our YouTube page? It was on. I did a Facebook Live. Uh, I do remember seeing uh, a video of him uh, doing his laundry. Ass up. Yeah, it yeah. is just all all he, butt. <laughs> he's got he's got tools and stuff that he uses to yank stuff out of the yeah big uh, retracting stick and a ladder. Um, Six bucks. Well, if you come over to the house, you can use our laundry. If you come over, you're but coming I, over next Friday. Dealing, bring a load. Fifteen dollar Uber. Dealing with the <laughs> yeah, dealing with the sheets. Um, because of the lack of room in my bedroom, I actually basically have to pull my bed half out of the corner to. To put, put the put bed sheets, back together. To, I have to take my bed apart, put the sheets on, and then put it back together again. I'm telling you right now, so I would rather go through that. I would rather go through that than climb into bed and go, oh, ooh, it's ooh, funky. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll get through the night. Lizotte said you should just sleep on cardboard. <laughs> Call on Melanie. Melanie Pope from Prairie Rose Candle Company. Morning, gentlemen. How you doing, my friend? Not bad. How are you? Good. Candles <laughs> candles sold out. How much money did we raise for the Under, Edmonton, 125 for the Edmonton food? But not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not bad good. at all. There you go for a bunch of candles that uh, ruined everybody's day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had people text. I had one guy text me. He says, "What the what the f is wrong with you?" Uh, we still fun. haven't heard from anybody that uh, that was brave enough to light um, Jimmy's candle. No, I'm not even light enough, uh, brave, brave oh, enough to do have that. Have you got it? Have you, do did I you have keep, it? No, no, not Melanie. No. Jimmy. Have yeah, you, I do. I'm going to use it for a punishment for someone. Like, you know, one day when it's really cold outside, <laughs> hide it in your car. I told you, when you bring a girl back to your apartment, you need to light that candle. So when she goes, what's that smell? You can go, that's this oh, candle this I bought. Candle. I don't know what's <laughs> Don't tell her where you got it from. <laughs> no, I'll blame Lachlan and Grant. That's usually what I do with my life. So yeah, I blame well, them. Uh, all right. Thing to it. Well, you can put it in your new looper cars. <laughs> looper? <laughs> Uber, not Looper, Luber. Locks Luber. Uber. Luber. Yeah, it can be the official candle of Luber. There you go. Well, listen, <laughs> Melanie, we wanted to thank you. Um, if you get a minute, you'll have to check out her webpage. You do great work. Um, thank the Prairie you. Rose Candle Company. She does have candles that smell amazing. Um, we were doing something a little bit unique for Christmas there and uh, helped raise a little bit of money for the Edmonton Food Bank. And I know you do quite a few charity events through the course of the year. So if you have yeah. anything coming up charity-wise, make sure you let us know about it so we can um, send people to your site to, to buy your candles to help out. Will do. Melanie? Thanks, guys. You guys are you guys are great to work with. And like I said, it's so nice to be able to, you know, give back to these different charities and stuff for Beautiful. Uh, within within the community. So, yeah, I want to thank you guys for helping out with that as well. Thank you, Mel. That was fun. That was a lot of fun, the All candles. Right. It was fun. We'll do it again. Take care, my friend. All right. Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast. Not the kind of threesome you would wish for, but it's probably going to be the only threesome you'll ever get. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.